0: It's dope. Yo, welcome once again to Subslide, Dubslide, a comprehensive anime podcast. It is IJ, aka Versace Vegeta, and I'm here with my dog, D. What's going on, fam?
1: Yo, what's going on, brother J? What's going on, people? We back at it again. We've never missed a week yet. Hardest workers of them all.
0: You know what I'm saying? Listen, we here when we're here. When, when we say we're going to be here, we're here, right? Right. And as long as it's season time, you can expect us every damn Wednesday. And for yet another man, we are really, really excited to get into this week's villain. But man, I definitely want to say last week exploring Uchiha Madara, so damn fun. Uh, I really hope everyone enjoyed it because he's a villain that I've been such a huge fan of for years. Literally got the man tatted on me incredible character
1: very much interesting character just just wonderful for the time being for what he tried to contribute for all the things that went wrong with Chaputin no matter what opinion you may have of it you can all everybody can admit to a degree that when Maduro is on the screen you had some of the best times provided i enjoyed him every bit of the way i saw him on my screen from the beginning to the end Great, great character.
0: Amazing character, man. Really, really glad we were able to cover him. And this week we have yet another one. But, you know, in this week that we've had since last week's podcast, there's just been so much movement in the anime world, man. So much going on. Very pivotal week in the anime world. Uh, One of the biggest weekends in anime in recent years as the... Anime adaptation of Attack on Titan came to an end recently. Um,
1: Freedom!
0: (laughs) You know, I I know we've got some thoughts on that. So I definitely would like to uh, just talk about that a little bit, right? Um, Because, damn, it's such a long-running series. I personally have been a fan of it for the past 10 years. Uh, ever since the beginning of the series, man. Been reading the manga ever since the anime came out. Uh, and it, it's been a really long journey, right? It's this an anime that has had a huge following. It's had a lot of hype over the years because of just, you know, exploring the story as it came out. But I w- do wonder what what sort of impact we're gonna see Attack on Titan have in terms of not popularity or like a pop culture impact, but in terms of how the story is received um, years later? Because it it's a story that as it was coming out, right, you're you're intrigued by certain plot lines that you're not aware of, right, or like certain. Uh, moments that it's like, yo, these are conclusions that we know we have to get to. Like, how is how is this gonna play out? That sort of hype of watching the show has really carried the momentum of what made it so exciting. But I wonder what it's going to be like for people years down the line, where that's not there for them. Right, the story plot beats are now just like kind of common knowledge, <laughs> and you don't have the excitement of what's behind that door uh, unless you're going in spoiler-free as much as possible.
1: Pfft, it's gonna be, so I'm going to tell you exactly what it's going to be. It's going to be an average run-of-the-mill series. That it is now. Same, same. if you look at this series from an objective point of view and you take away all the hype, all the much you were waiting for, and you just race that out. Just clear that out your head. You just go one by one. You break the chapter down, bit by bit. You break the series down, bit by bit. You're gonna realize, by all means, without all the hype that was ongoing, all the mystery baiting, all the all the the fun that you had trying to just craft the story, craft about this series, when that's all gone, and you're just left with the source material, you're gonna realize that this series. It was not this masterpiece you thought it was. And that's fine. Not every series has to be the greatest of all time. In fact, that's subjective, no matter how much you love. No matter how much you may rank, no matter how much some anime may clear the check marks on what's supposed to be considered just great, good storytelling. No matter what, it's always going to be subjective. But when I'm looking at this series and I'm taking away all the weight that I had to weigh and all the thinking that me and my boys were doing and all the forum posts and all Reddit and Twitter. Once you take all that away and you just read this or you watch this for what it is, you just realize it was just an average story at best. And I'm being very nice about average. Everybody who follows me knows I'm very critical about this series. It's not the fact that I want to hate this Mm -hmm. series for the sake of hating it. Mm -hmm. For the most part. The the world is a better place. It's more enjoyable to talk about things that you enjoy. I'm no different. Yeah, I might be like for the most part. I want to like the series. Big 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 spoiler. Um, when it first got released, I was actually interested in the premise. It was you know a little ba- battle wipe action story. It was cool for the most part. It was something that needed to happen for that time period. You know what I'm saying? I remember when it dropped it, and I was intrigued and. Apparently, some people, aka okay, the manga, he felt like, you know, he was bigger than this. He was better than this. He could make more of what he presented. He, he went on and, you know, took what he was good at at best, which is just shocking moments. If if that's your if you if that's your steez, if that's what you're good at, you take that shocking moments and you try to delve into something that you ain't even good at, because you, boy, you not good at politics. That boy, not good at politics. I'm I'm telling you this. I'm going to agree with
0: you there. I, 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 I really am. Because, like I mentioned earlier, I'm someone who really, really enjoys this series. Big fan. But I remember reading the manga monthly. And when it gets to the point of like season three prior to Aaron getting kidnapped, I did not care. I didn't care, I I was like, yo, I love politically based anime and manga stories, and this stuff is just being drugged out right now. Yeah, and so, I was like, yo, I'll come back in like four months. We'll see what it's talking about, and that's what I did. But and and, and even so much to the fact that with the anime adaptation, when season three gets played out, like it it kind of like rushes by some things and kind of like. Move some events out of the order because they recognize, bro. They recognize that shit's boring.
1: Yeah, the way it was done originally
0: was boring.
1: Yeah, the anime has to save your your keister. <laughs> like I don't know, man. Like I'm just being honest, man. When the the production team has to try their best to salvage what you made, the boring shit that you made, and yeah. You look at the series a bit differently. My opinion probably might have changed if I was just an anime only guy, but I I read this piece of shit. I read this piece of shit. The good, well, the the good. I'm gonna be nice. The good, the the decent, and the outright bad. I read all of it, and, and boy, it pfft. listen fits any other series. Everybody's everybody's so critical about these these modern in, right? You have the right to for the most part, I'm glad people are being critical about the things that they consume. But if you're so hypercritical about that, or you just push it to the side, oh, it's showing it. It's supposed to be like that. Why does this series get the past that others don't? Treat it the same. No, that's this, true. This shit is just... Listen, you probably gained all the joy in the world trying to theorycraft what happened next during this series. I know, did. The manga was so good at just trying to Mystery bait, mystery bait, mystery bait. This guy's just—he's—he's he's a hack. I'm sorry. If you like this, if you—if you're a fan of this guy, please support him. If he makes another a series, support him. If you think it's gonna be good like that, we, we can—we can bet on it. But I, it ain't it. This shit ain't it. I'm sorry. It's not. You struggle at writing. You struggle at world building. It's a fact. You struggle at basically this, your plot. It's all over the place. The What is the true meaning of this series? All the motives. All, all the things are just thrown, just thrown at you. A lot
0: gets lost, man. A, lo- a lot is thrown at you and a lot you have to just accept because it's like, okay, but that's the way the story went at the end.
1: And that's but, so bad.
0: Like, it, you got stuff like, okay, so... There was a faded way that the world was going to go. And this person who had obtained the Python powers felt this certain strength of feeling that they were like, yo, I have to get my revenge. And it wasn't until they saw Mikasa and they were like, oh, like she loves in this certain way. What, what, what certain way?
1: What certain you way? you don't really you, explain it to me. Nobody explains it to us. We're led to believe that the, the case is that she just has Stockholm syndrome. Just like the found, just like what you present to us at best. When the main character calls it out for what it is. And that's the only explanation that we have. We're led to believe that 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 is the truth. You ain't you ain't changed anything. When she did what she had to do, if you didn't watch it, you go watch the last episode. When she does what she has to do, it doesn't dispel anything. It doesn't. We're still led to believe that she is indeed just. Somebody that's just suffered from the Stockholm syndrome. That's it. Like you don't explain nothing, and then you just. This is the thing. I hate. Ser- I hate when series just expect. I'm not gonna cut you bail because I gotta use my brain to figure out what you left blank. And it's not like you try to do it in a smart manner or not. Like you poorly did it. You poorly left it out. You didn't, you didn't explain anything. Mm -hmm. You didn't explain it to your best ability. You're just leaving people to go with their headcanon and their theory and all of that. And that's garbage. It's garbage. Shit is bad. There's no, you don't get, there's more questions than there is now. And they're not good questions either. They're questions that were supposed to be solved before the series ended.
0: But D, they showed us that it. it's not about what happens after that, bro. The world just keeps going, and conflict is bad, and war is bad, bro.
1: Yeah, war is bad. Yeah, we killed eighty percent of the pop- world's population, aka about three hundred million people are dead, and there's still conflict going on. And I'm just supposed to sit here and be like, okay, cool. Well, because the story said so, and all of that. I'm, like, I'm just supposed to take that. This I- is terrible. <laughs>
0: I, I don't I, I, I don't want to go on about this all day.
1: Because I don't <laughs> care about this. I would never. I,
0: listen. I, I care about it. I, I can at least admit that I care about the show. Right. Uh, but I there's problems, bro. And I'm not willing to overlook them.
1: Yeah. Like, by all means. I felt the same way when I was reading Naruto. I was stuck. I For the most part, I wanted to see it end. Because I already put my investment in it. I had good part. There was good memories of this the series, and it was actually good parts of the series, like any other series. But I'm not sitting here saying that this shit a masterpiece. You think I'm going to get on live on the air and say that Naruto is a masterpiece and it's supposed to be the best shown of all time? I'd, you'd, I'd rather hit my head on my wall right now consecutively. I'd live stream that five minutes straight, me just hitting my head on a wall before I admit that. It's not good. It's not great. I'm being really nice about it. The anime just because of the sound, the animation, I, I bump this shit up to a four or a five out of ten. Of being nice, four or five out of ten. The manga, listen, people are gonna decide later on after this whole series is like just completely not forgotten because people gonna keep their their favorite series relevant to the end of time, even if it's terrible, mediocre, slop. But when people have the choice to tune in for the first time, they're picking the anime 100%. They're going to pretend that this manga didn't exist. They're going to pretend. They're going to pretend. Yeah. This shit was mediocre. Is it watchable? Yeah. Is there more bad than good? Yeah. It, does it Does it get saved from this community that is so hypercritical about other series that they don't like, but just so nice and cool and calm, collecting you treat this shit like a Make-A-Wish series. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> tell me. Tell me what's so great about this series that wasn't done before. Why is this so groundbreaking? Why is this a masterpiece? Out of all the years. But D,
0: but D, but D. the main character was a, a victim who became the, the aggressor, man. Well, I've never it's never happened before. Oh my
1: god, it never happened before. It's oh never happened god. before. I never, it, will never I, happen. I, it never I've happened. never
0: seen a protag that uh decided he wanted to take a revenge on the rest of the world. Uh oh, yeah. because uh he uh, you know conflict of war befell him. I've never heard of a guy named the the loose <laughs> Yeah, I, I've
1: never heard of that. I've never heard of that. That's a personal problem. If you never heard or seen that, that's a personal problem. You're in the the best age of of technology right now, and it's only getting better. You're allowed to go search back in the time. What came before this? You can do that. This this median, this great median that's been lasting for over darn near 60, 70 years, that's your choice to leave it just completely just hidden in, in in the back of your head. But don't come here and tell me this is a masterpiece that it's never happened before. And because it subverted your expectations and it it, it did things that you never seen before. You, you, you. I have no problems if you say this is my favorite or I love it. That's you absolutely it's no your problem. opinion. Don't tell me that I don't know what I'm talking about because you think that this shit's a masterpiece. It's just it's just point blank period a masterpiece. Don't tell me that my taste is out the order. Son, I this is one this is a hobby that I picked up from a youngin'. Still, I, as much as the complaints I have to it, this is something that got me out of trouble. This is the thing that connected me to a bunch of people that I love today. Don't tell me that the years that I spent watching and reading that means nothing because of this. Piece of mediocre garbage that you love so much—it it, it, it has so much power over the, the 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 Twitter and everything. Stop telling me that, man. Go read or watch something out like yo, oh Crunchyroll. Fun. All of these apps have old older anime that came out before this piece of mediocre shit, and you're still telling me about it. Go read. Go read. Go watch Code Geass. Lelouch did it better. He did. And guess what? Code Geass is not great either. I give mean, that shit a six out of ten. It's not great either, but it's sure damn better than Attack on Titan. And if it's better on Attack on Titan, and, it's, and Code Geass is a six out of ten, what the what? What am I supposed to give Attack on Titan? Come on! I don't ever want to hear about Aaron again. I do want to hear about Attack. I don't care. I really don't. The only reason I'm talking about this shit is because I just see this shit on my timeline, and I'm just tired of people trying to gaslight me into to big up this series for for what it for what it's not. If you would have told me that it was a very flawed series that that lost its way and which it is a what convoluted you mess, which I agree. When you're telling you're just gaslighting everybody. We're all dumb, and we all don't know art. We don't know anything about quality or any of that shit. Because you just you just can't get this love that you have for this series. I, I just like you. It's just overruling you. This whole f- and garbage. And 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 I'm here to clear up that notion where you say, "Oh, people think that because of this, the ending, the last two three chapters that no. This, this, no. this this is what. No. You know, this shit. This shit went. I'll tell you exactly when I when I stopped and I said, "What am I reading? The rumbling." The fumbling. The fumbling was <laughs> that was the fumbling, terrible. The basement reveal. That was when I had to really check myself and ask myself, what am I watching? Or what am I reading? What am I reading? What am I doing? When it became attack on humans instead of on titans, I really Wrong. had to take a step back and say, yo, what am I reading? Exploring the outside? What was that? What did that mean at the end?
0: By the time they get outside, there's they're like, oh, man, we saw the ocean. And then the next chapter, I'm focused on some kids from another part of the fucking world. We finally get to the p- part that we want to experience for these characters and the story is like, nah, we got to get to the end now.
1: We got it. We got it. We, we have to fix the fumble. We have to talk about the fumbling, the fumbling. The fumbling, season four is the clown finale. It is the, the the, the, the joke. You're just laughing at it. We all laughing at it. Well, two years from it's now, it's animated
0: very very well. Don't get me wrong. It looks amazing. Mappa, all they fucking were the, they
1: were in the a They were in the a <laughs> sweatshop. To
0: Mappa's goddamn sweatshop, bro.
1: They was. Man, like, they probably ain't not eat for a couple of days just trying to make sure that was the best. And I remember y'all people making complaints on Twitter when when uh, season four, part one happened. Y'all were just so critical on the art. These motherfuckers worked on trying to save mid. This is mid they're working on. Straight mid. Now being nice with mid. And y'all were like, oh, my quality is terrible. And "Oh, it is." this, motherfuckers don't know. Nah,
0: it look good to me, bro. It good me. People were too busy trying to be like, "Oh, it's not with studio, so it's bad." And then by part two, then everybody gets on board and, and it's like, "Oh, it's the most, most amazing." You nothing, nothing pleases people. Fickle, nothing pleases people.
1: Yeah, yeah. Fickle, fickle about ass. And my my man's fickle. was really trying to compete with Game of Thrones for who had the most wackiest season finale of all time. Like, I don't know, man. I hope Ishiama never writes any Shonen series again, because if he does, somehow, some way, am going to have a new timeline of people just trying to overhype this flawed, flawed, very flawed writer. I don't have enough energy in me to cover anything Isiyama makes. Don't. I'm so happy and thankful that this podcast started right when the manga finished, because Lord knows if I had to cover that shit, oh, it would not be fun. Enjoy your slap. Enjoy it.
0: And look, man, like I said, bro, I'm somebody, I enjoy this series, bro. I I really, I have negative things to say about Attack on Titan because I have negative things to say about everything I enjoy because I'm not a robot. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I've never seen nothing better than this when I know I have
1: and i just remembered about annie eating that pie no man, like fucking fucking <laughs> You, any other series does that we on a head we on a neck why this series gonna pass because you y'all you y'all let
0: me cast a kiss a head bro y'all let me cost a kiss a severed head bro
1: <laughs> deviant and nonsensical lost plot lost everything it's, it's a shame. This is why I'm anti hype. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't be trying to hype nothing. New stuff come out. I'm like, okay, I'm curious to see what happens. I'm not on this hype train shit. I'm not built off of that, man. Y'all let that hype blind you. That shit, that shit got y'all looking really, really crazy over here. Talking like, about this shit, some masterpiece. Shit, not better than Full Metal Alchemist.
0: It's not. Best shonen.
1: he's not better than Full Metal Alchemist. It's not. So where man. do we go from there? The fuck is this? This den. This, this is the. This is our generation's uh, Neon Genesis. Get fuck out of here!
0: No, absolutely not negative because you can watch through all of attack on titan and by the time you get from beginning to the end everything's spelled out for your ass there ain't nothing that that you have to question unless you actually think critically about the series and think about the plot holes other than that there's nothing that the story is obviously trying to tell you from beginning to end that you can't fucking think on and look at and be like okay no i get what they're trying to tell me I'm talking about from beginning to end. I'm talking about when, you, when you're when you not sitting there and you waiting for the next episode. You're not sitting there. You're not waiting for the next chapter. Watch from episode one to the last episode. You won't. And, and I'm starting to say watch because I would not recommend reading that shit. You read the manga. We don't don't read, read that chicken scratch. <laughs> don't read that chicken scratch. Okay? Go ahead and watch shit, it. Dude. Because at least it looks really good. At least it, re- it looks really good. But tell me what parts of the story that you sit back and you're kind of questioning and you're like damn actually if I look at it this way it's none of it everybody is clearly set on one moral track line either they're gray Either they're not uh, either they're not white or it. black. Not even, That's
1: it. He's not, he's That's not even, it. He's not even good at no, one's <laughs> no one's nuance,
0: No one's nuance. The only time Aaron gets any nuance and when, is when he has the excuse of being able to say, I well, my mind's all fucked up. Cause I'm seeing the past and the future and the present and everything. And I'll do- oh, see it out of context.
1: Oh my my poor amnesia boy. Oh my poor, my poor confused little child in control of everything. He doesn't tell anybody he can see the future. He doesn't tell any money, And then you just fuck out of here, man. You get a plagiarism out of 10. This is the eternal champion plus love, love combined. Done poorly. <laughs> fuck out of here. Read better, seen better. Congratulations. This shit is finally over. You'd have to pay me to talk about this series again. I'm dead serious. I'm telling me about he's the greatest main character of all time. Isayama like, don't even believe that shit.
0: If you got to apologize for your shit, if you can't stand on business, I'm sorry. Well, it's it's like not the greatest. If
1: for your ending, I don't know, man. I don't know.
0: If it's you no can't man. stand on your on your series, it's not the greatest.
1: Man can't stand on business and he making whatever he doing in April. You think I'm reading that shit? Kiss my fucking ass. <laughs> Kiss my ass. Not reading that shit. I'll let the timeline cover all the, all the people going to tell me about it. I'll find out some other way. Not reading that shit. What can you possibly do to salvage whatever you created? You're finished. It's over. You're done. There's no way out of this one, buddy.
0: Now I listen. I hear y'all. I hear y'all saying to us, "Why don't y'all talk about something y'all like then?" Yes. Well, bet that's what this episode's for. Because <laughs> guess, guess what, what? man?
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I got a villain for y'all this week, man. We have one of the most nuanced villains in anime. Yes, this week you know this is a character that was written in 1993 yes right so for a lot of the the characteristics that you hear this character you might say oh well i've heard that before i've heard characters like this keep in mind this is their granddad this is who they're based off of even characters who were written by the author yoshihiro tagashi based on Shinobu Sensui from Yu Show. Hakusho. So mm-hmm. what I do wanna raise the question before we go into the break on is, is Shinobu Sensui in totality, one of the most impactful villains on the shonen genre? Because when you look at how this character story is told, it's easy to see where there's so many different derivatives. And I don't believe that this villain gets as much retrospection on him as he deserves.
1: Wait, man. The real, real, we talking about real villain. Real. This is real this is coops right here. Real cooking. I know pretend. Man, listen. Finally, we talking about some goods some good storytelling. Thank God, thank damn God.
0: It's gonna be really interesting as we dive in to Yu Yu Hakusho's former spirit detective. So tune in after the break, as we dive into the black angel, Shinobu Sensui.
1: When I became a spirit detective, they told me they are not like us, so they must be against us. Their difference threatens our sameness. It is us versus them humans are good and demons are bad we are just and they are unjust but I was an adolescent and did not even think to question such simple binaries I could not have been more wrong I discovered the humans I was sworn to protect were in truth the greater monsters and if that were so then I had to question everything I knew of the monsters I'd been fighting my world turned inside out the truths I'd held to be irrefutable
0: D, we have one of the greats this week, ma'am. Shinobu Sensui is a character that is so different from what villains are like in the early 90s. Because, you know, let's set the stage. In the early 90s, you only have so many different types of villains in Shonen. You got, like, your tyrants. You got your might makes right type villain. You got your you know, person who was maybe uh, a former teacher who went bad, something like that, right? Yeah. Where Shinobu Sensui changes that entire archetype of what how we look at villains is we have a character that fits within the structure of Yu Yu Hakusho, but is now... Flipped on at 180 in the sense that this is someone who is a former spirit detective, someone who works for spirit world to eliminate demon threats from the human world. And because he was so good at being a spirit detective, um, he was a, a very proficient assassin at a very young
1: age. Yeah. That boy was he. He was the goat for what, for what he did best, man. He did what he had to do, got shit done, <laughs> really done. use case predecessor, my God, case got a lot of shit. He got a bunch of shit to for, cut out for him. It's really hard to compare to goddamn Sean Sensui. Really hard.
0: But see, like the problem is that with starting him out so young, he just viewed everything in black and white. It was like, yo, like I have to do this for justice. So demons, Mm -hmm. since they are the opposite of justice, they just deserve to die. Yeah. And that's, it was just that clear. If I'm going to go out and do a mission for spirit world, I'm going to commit to it. There's no thought put into whether they deserve this or not. It's just you're a demon. You have to go. He was really really good at that. So good at that that when he was sent on a mission to go have to deal with some humans that were kidnapping demons. Which by the way, like just wild, right? Like <laughs> these are human like they were rich like just corrupted humans that were like, "Yo, yeah, we we go and capture demons and torture them." When since we came across that his entire sentiment on how he views justice got flipped on its head because he witnesses a group of rich men by the name of the black black club torturing these demons and it's something where he's like yo like are you are you kidding me like this, this is This is insane. Yeah, this is not supposed
1: to be going on.
0: I thought I was protecting people from demons, and this is what people, like underworld criminals, do to demons? These people aren't even people, and he killed everybody in there, demon and human alike. Yeah. I mean, realizing that, yo, demons ain't so good themselves broke his mind
1: oh yeah that killed him <laughs> that killed them. i mean because for the most part like again you're very impressionable when you're young and people are gonna like confuse the spirit realm for the most part is supposed to be the good guys and everything but nah you don't. Know, this is the problem when you have a prodigy like this at a young age and he's just everything like like you said before it's just black and white black and white yeah, and you're exposed to something like that. That's a whole personality shock. I mean, he doesn't know what to believe anymore. And you feel bad for him.
0: Because his entire ideology is just split.
1: And like, what could he have done? I do blame him right now for being t- like a little bit, at this point, shook up. For the most part, he's the one that's supposed to be putting demons out there misery. Point blank period. There's people that are satisfied. They're getting joy out of it. They're loving it. Not good.
0: Hm. Not at all.
1: And this is so traumatic for
0: him to the point to where uh, the the son of the great King Emma who guards the afterlife, who's in charge of having a spirit detective assigned to defending humanity from demons, Realizes that Sensui's mind is broken. He says, Yo, hey man, look, like I feel responsible for what happened to you on that mission. So, bro, you you off the job. It's good for you. You ain't never got to do this again. But mind you, this is t- Sensui in his teens. And think about a fragile teen mind, someone who thought that everything they did was just and was righteous. When they come across a moment that breaks that sense of righteousness for them, all they're going to be curious towards is what's on the other side of righteousness. How wicked do do things get? How deep does that abyss go? And so that led his curiosities to steal the chapter black tape from the Spirit World Archives. This is a tape that has extreme and visceral real life footage of historical events of like the worst parts of humanity. Basically, every terrible atrocity committed throughout humanity's history.
1: Humanity, like bro, that's just. Forget about being radicalized. You're traumatized from this. Like, even the most toughest of demons would be repulsed and left into despair watching this. Because it's just nothing but some of the worst, vile things ever seen or contrived. Like, this is nuts. Things are just going nothing but pure evil. And the thing goes on and on and on and on. <laughs> like, what?
0: It's insane, dude. I mean, think about how. Much that would break someone's mind. Think about how if they already had a reason to not trust the justified views that they had previously. Now he's at a point where he just hates humanity more than the demons that he had to fight. Because he has a reason to hate humanity. Hating demons was his job.
1: Yeah, that's what he was told. And, boy, we'll, we'll speak about that later on this episode. Like, uh, this might be one of those villains again. Is a there's a huge streak for these past episodes that we've been on, where we're led to believe, oh, is this the villain? Is the villain in the wrong? Or is he completely telling the truth about certain things going on? Uh, yeah. He gets a, a bone for this one. He might get a bone, but we'll tell you why.
0: I mean, we can really go into a lot about this character uh, because it is something where, like you said, you're led to believe, like, hey, man, this dude is a threat. By the time we're introduced to him in the story, he we find out that he's working with psychics to open a hole to demon world. And he wants to destroy that barrier to let chaos just ruin and punish humanity that he defended because he views all of humanity as pure evil.
1: Yeah, humanity for the shit that he's seen, he's like, these people aren't no good either. Is he wrong in that? No, it's just the takes that he does. It's a level of extreme. And that's what usually happens with a villain. There's always some level of extremism there is because you know justified in some rights
0: exactly because his worldview was completely flipped you know this is something where he completely believes that everything he's doing is right
1: that's what they told him they signed him up for this like if anybody was mad at the decisions that he's done going forward you gotta blame it on Koenma this is and It's your fault, buddy. You know, you know what you you know what you signed them up for. Was this out of your possibility? Did was this just so scratched out of your head? Like this could never happen. Everything's gonna go right. It's gonna be a perfect spirit detective. Everything's going to right. There's nothing he needs to worry about. There's no demon. There's no there's no such thing as such an evil group that can corrupt the best spirit detective that we had. You'd be a fool to think that.
0: What I really enjoy about the arc as a whole, force how we're introduced to Sensui in chapter back of Yu Yu Hakusho, is that we're dealing with the arc that goes into the depths of how humanity's evil can corrupt someone's mind and how they view the evils of humanity. But in all actuality, Sensui himself represents the worst of humanity Because it's his weakness in his mind that flips his entire moral compass. He couldn't come to grips with the tragedies that he saw. He couldn't come to grips with the fact that he he now understood that humanity had committed evil deeds. And rather than understanding that, you know, the world isn't so black and white,
1: he became the atrocities that he hated. He don't even know. Or maybe he did. (laughs) <laughs> maybe he did you know well we'll explain <laughs> but the, he is he everything that he ate did he notice eh. Eh. hopefully one personality did <laughs> i mean
0: it's some really messed up train of thought that this character really dives deep into and in how he was written um because Yoshihiro Togashi, the creator of Yu Yu Hakusho and Hunter Hunter, he's really good at writing characters that have issues that are beating them down mentally or people who are psychopaths, right? And with his history of characters like Crolo or like Maruam, it's easy to see where Sensui is where he sort of started that layered villain trope that kind of carries into the rest of his writing up to this day. Because he has such a strong element that's tragic about him, as someone whose philosophical views were just rigid, right? Right? His moral code was what I'm doing is right because I couldn't possibly be doing the wrong thing. So then, when he sees humans doing the wrong thing, the only way his psyche can deal with it is that, well, I have to enact justice on them because they're doing wrong, which makes me right.
1: It's that Gop complex showing once again.
0: But as we dig in deeper with Sensui, as the story goes on, we find out there's extreme levels of guilt to his character because this is just him suffering from how his mind broke from the events that he had encountered. You know, we come to find out as the story goes on, as Yusuke winds up having to go after Sensui after he's kidnapped Kuobara. Who has the power to be able to cut through dimensions now in order to break the barrier between demon world and human world? By the time Yusuke gets to a point where he's fighting him, you know, there's this entire element of the fact that you have Sensui and Yusuke being senior and junior in terms of. Their roles as a spirit detective. And Yusuke is getting outclassed through that fight because of the battle experience that Sensui has. But then, once Yusuke starts to do his stuff of being, you know, really witty and really quick on his feet about how he thinks in battle, he starts to get a one up on Sensui. The moment that happens, we see his entire mind just split. And he changes personalities. <laughs> like, what? At that point, we realize since we has dissociative identity disorder, where his mind, because of trauma, has created several different identities that he has to live with. Every time he comes across a moral dilemma, because that's what makes Sensui in his mind feel as though he's always righteous in his actions. You know, if he has to if he has to lie to someone, he has a personality for that. Yeah, that's how he was able to gain the trust of the different psychics <sighs> that he had to manipulate just so that way he could have people for Yusuke, He Kuwabara, and Kurama to face off against along the way to him, because he never needed them to begin with. He used these different psychics as chess pieces to get Yusuke and his crew closer to him.
1: Legitimately, everything is just piece by piece. He's just piecing them all along, and these all they all, for, like the usage of just even just manipulating somebody like a game master. who's just taking time off the clock, really. It's his whole whole purpose. Just taking time off the clock, and you're looking at it it's like it's got to be some twisted, and sick individual, just to be able to just hey, use he this kid, let's stall some time. I'm gonna get exactly what I need to be done. Anybody who can. At least, do what I need to do for my master plan. Yeah, hopping on a board, don't matter what it be. And yeah, he's convincingly, first of all, showing any just any just anybody that 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 tape got to be sick and demented. You know how corrupted, yeah. how vile that tape is, and still willing to use it just for your plan is like, hey, kudos, in. One of those characters that, uh, once again, I love when a villain is very hell-bent on, hey, it don't matter who gets damaged, who doesn't like, who's mentally in disarray. As long as they are a part of the plan, and as long as they can play a part so well, that's all that matters. We don't care about the the humanity part. Are they going to be alright? Are they going to be okay? Who cares? The biggest the biggest thing right now is releasing the demons right onto Earth. Screw all of this shit. I don't like this status quo shit. I don't like it. I'm going to do it. Screw the barrier. Screw it completely. This is crazy. This is a character who's, like I said, once
0: once we realize, like, you know, Yusuke has to start facing off as his most violent personality. We realize that. There's all these different personalities that are created for all these different choices that he has to make, you know? It really breaks down to the fact that every choice he makes where he feels like, oh, this might contradict, where I believe that the, the next step in my plan Goes against my righteousness. Oh well, I can just get my personality to do that. That's their decision.
1: If anything conflicts with the personality that I'm using, up. Oh, go ahead. Switch to the one that ain't playing around. So even much to in the his fights, that. even in his fights, bro. That's crazy. To me. I need to be. I need to be a little bit more vicious. Go ahead. Let me go switch to the guy who's a little bit no nonsense. I'm I. I'm. Not, I don't love. How I'm getting bested on, or any of that like when use case storm blows at him and he decides to switch to that personality where it's like, "Oh man,
0: how dare you <laughs> I mean this is somebody who was wicked enough to be able to manipulate a child whose psychic <laughs> abilities gave him the the access to control a domain around him as though it were a video game <laughs> uses that. To put Yusuke and his crew in a challenge to where if they lose within his realm, game they on. die. But if they defeat him, game the boy dies.
1: Yeah, and it's like the theory, the logic in it is not far, far off. If you're thinking in a, a video game realm sense, like that's essentially what Game Over is. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, continue or Game Over. Once you get that Game Over, somebody got to somebody gone. That chance is done, and, and it like again. He's challenging the the cast. There he's everything. I've never seen Kurama look so menacing when he has to eventually kill Game Master in that game. Never seen it. It's one of the sickest panels. Sickest panels. He's pissed. And he the right to be.
0: This is how wicked Sensui is. He knew that it would have to take Kurama getting pushed to his furthest to be able to kill him and that our heroes would feel guilty about it. So guilty
1: that Koema
0: would have to use energy from the Mafukon. So then it's going to be important a little bit later to revive the kid. <sighs> so that way they could move forward to get to him. He planned all that out. Oh boy, he's
1: planning Perfect
0: spirit detective, bro. It's perfect. Like, and it's not like, he's not like the Eisen sort of like, no. uh, yeah, now I'm going to tell you that everything you did no. was in my plan. Like, no, it's up to you as the viewer slash the reader to realize like, oh, damn, at not one point in any of this did, since we had to change anything. Yeah. Everything was for them to get closer to him. To push him further along in his plan. By the time Yusuke even gets to a point to where they're even able to fight, this man displays a sense of power that is beyond anything that has even been shown within the Yu Yu show.
1: Top tier in strength. Top tier in menace.
0: The man winds up having what's referred to as sacred energy, yeah, the, holy the highest echelon of power. You know, something that it's supposed to take people 50 years plus to be able to learn. But yeah. by the way of anime logic, my man has seven personalities. <laughs> so he was able to cut it <laughs> down <laughs> by seven personalities with all that time i mean very naruto logic here right but man that's not like he said yo me and all my personalities are mentally going to train ourselves so that way we can achieve a level of spiritual power that is beyond anything else that exists yeah this is a wild villain man A really, really, somebody, like I said, he just stands apart when it comes to the villains that were being written at the time. And a villain who, at the end of the day, is really hypocritical as well, because the closest person to Sensui is a demon that he befriended before his fall from grace, by the name of Itsuki. Now, there's like a romantic angle
1: yeah, a to their romantic, relationship, one of the personalities Yeah. It's a little bit, you know, it's female like. Yes. it's explained by Itsuki, I'm like yeah, it's one of his it's his favorite persona- well one of his favorite personalities out of all of them.
0: And it's um and a personality that he only shows to Itsuki, right? But there's There is this like level of where Itsuki befriended Sensui by making a joke like, hey, man, yo, don't kill me. Can I live one more day? And Sensui says, why should I let you, a demon, live one more day? And he says, there's a TV drama I want to watch. The last episode comes out tomorrow. And Sensui just kind of looks back and says, I'll watch that show too. so it was like... It was perfect, like, yeah. yeah like, it's perfect, like, it's the first time he ever was able to have a human interaction with a, with a demon. And even that, prior to his fall from grace, sort of like confuses him
1: because he's like, Wait, so there's demons that are just personable, yeah. They're not there's so you mean to tell me there's actual good demons and something that I'm going to touch upon later on? A bit <laughs> cool, boy, cool, boy,
0: it's. Interesting because while we have this one connection that we know Sensui to have, and it's easy to see Itsuki as following Sensui through with his plan and just making sure that you know the person that Itsuki loves is able to carry on their will, there's a level of manipulation that's kind of unseen. Because Itzuki's basically enabling
1: we oh, through the plan. Oh, planet. yeah.
0: Completely taking pleasure in it. Because, I mean, Itzuki's a demon. Of course, Itzuki's going to want to see the barrier between demon world and human world erased, right? But it's a dangerous relationship they have because Itzuki's really taking pleasure in the plan the whole way. And... It's a level of manipulation that isn't just outright, but it's, this is also for Itsuki's game. Yeah. So what I really think is just so understated about Sensui is that Sensui is a very emotional character. Sensui is someone who, while very stoic in how he presents himself when faced off against Yusuke and the crew of Yu, Yu Show. The first moments when we meet him, that's not Sensui. That's not his base personality. No,
1: that is because
0: <clears throat> he introduces his base personality after the violent one has been bested by Yusuke in their duel. Yeah. And what really stands out to me about Sensui is that Sensui tries to shake Yusuke's hand, right? <laughs> it's one of my and friends And Yusuke's not with it. So yeah. Yusuke tries to attack him. And since we just does like a judo throw and <laughs>
1: throws, throws <laughs> Yusuke right to the ground. He can't move nothing. He just stuck with his hand out. <laughs> and
0: picks up Yusuke by shaking his hand. Basically showing, like, hey man, like this is someone who like the level of violence that he's willing to commit. Doesn't so much matter to him. It's yeah. does he live by his own sense of prosperity?
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: And that's wild to see from a villain like this because we've already seen him be the most violent he can be, we've seen him be the most calculating him he can be. But now there's just this stoic killer. Like it's, stoic. it's just
1: goofy at times, too. <laughs> yeah. It's, man, it's some good shit. <laughs> it's some good shit though. I don't care. And Hold
0: we're on. at a point to where Yusuke, he's just completely outclassed. With oh, since we using that Seikoki, that's sacred energy. There's not a damn thing Yusuke can do. And it gets to a point to where my man Yusuke realizes, look, man, like
1: right, <laughs> I back. gotta give it my all. <laughs> I said, yeah, it might be, it might have to, you know what I'm saying? Some, I might have to do this, this, this little suicide bomber mission going ahead.
0: But before it gets to that point, we've got Koima who shows up to try to, you know, fight for his own guilt of leading sensitivity down the path as a spirit detective that led to him uh, breaking his mind and now putting the entire world to danger. He tries to use... The most powerful seal in spirit world, the Mafucon, to be able to seal himself and Sensui together, imprisoned in this energy forever. But my boy Yusuke, he, he says, "Yeah, no, no, no. I, I'm not hearing I'm all not that, man. With that, I'm like... trying to fight this man. It's a one on one. And even with Sensui getting the Mafucon out of Yusuke's hands." And Koima trying to use the ability since we just outpowers him because it's like yo like this is there's a level of power that you're not like that thing is meant to trap you in a demon, bro. Yeah, bro. Legitimately, this is
1: sacred energy right in here, and that shit's the... that's the... oh yeah, the pants bars the key to everything that shit was useless. <laughs> If you were trying if that was the end game, if this was gonna be the one to finally do in Since we had shit, shows we you how weak everything is in skill him. like all the solutions, all this strength don't matter. Reasoning does not matter. Through summoning and sealing, do not matter. It just doesn't matter.
0: Nothing can be done. To be able to try to stop Sensui at this point. And Re- Yusuke refusing to back down along the way. He's like, listen, man. I'm not trying to hear you telling me I can't do anything against him, Koema. I've got to fight anyway.
1: Yeah, that's the, Yus- that's the Yusuke that we love, man. He's going to, regardless. He ain't he, he in it for the love of the game. He likes to fight. <laughs> Go that boy Fit Finley.
0: Yeah, oh, hell yeah. His name's Yusuke Urameshi, and he loves to fight. <laughs> That's for sure, man. That's very sure. Uh, this is something where he's fighting one-on-one because Kulbara, Hiei, and Kurama, they're all sealed within a barrier that Itsuki has created through a demon, keeping them from being able to be involved with this battle. Yusuke, knowing that they're all watching along, he lets since we doing in because just like the power boost that he received when he believed that Kuubara had passed on during the Dark Tournament, my boys Hei, Karama, and Kuubara all uh, get that same shown-in power boost yeah. seeing my man Yusuke get done in, and this causes <laughs> Kuubara to be able to unleash the dimensional sword to break out of that shadow dimension at
1: the last moment you fucked up because you should have known that. We already established that, that this man can, he can cut into dimensions. It's just that he doesn't have a knack for it. But an emotional character, like every other if you're so keen onto this group, you know exactly what they are, what they do. You should have knew that these guys are, they were, they just absolutely respond to things that heighten their emotions. That was That was a no brainer. <laughs> No-brainer.
0: I really never understood. <laughs> just as an aside, never understood the logic behind Itzuki doing that. Because it's like y'all kidnapped Kubara because he has the ability to cut through dimensions. And what's the first thing you do to try to stop him? You put him in another dimension.
1: <laughs> you could have just had the demon eat him.
0: <laughs> I mean. Something, man. But yeah. look, hey, listen, listen. Yeah. We know this is also the part of if may not be as much common knowledge. But Yoshihiro Togashi, uh, the author of Yu, Yu Hakusho and Hunter Hunter, um, is someone who has a long history of health complications.
1: Terrible, uh, terrible. It's I'm amazed that he's gone this far with both series
0: seriously quite seriously yeah the the fact that he's able to still make manga uh at the at the rate that he does even now in 2023 like this is someone you know he saw how his health was deteriorating then uh towards the end of the show so it may not be so common knowledge but this is the point in the period literally at yusuke versus sensui where the story does start to take a dip in quality.
1: Yeah, he's speed running at this moment. He's like, I gotta meet the deadlines, while also I'm like, trying to make the best story possibly can. But at the same time, I want to be more creative. There's some characters I want to deconstruct. And you know what I'm saying? A little bit of, you know what I'm saying? It, it's a lot. It's a lot going on. A lot. This is
0: an area that does affect the how these characters are presented at this point now, right? Because through the rest of how this fight goes, since he is able to be pushed past the barrier into demon world because he has sacred energy. The barrier is able to stop demon energy or spirit energy uh, through that. So because his energy is able to make it through there, he goes right into Demon World. He and Kurama, they're A-class demons. They're not able to pass through the barrier. So in order for them to all try to get revenge on the death of Yusuke, Kubar uses the Dimension Sword to cut right clean through the barrier so that way they can go fight him. The only problem is, is that that fits Sensui's entire plan. He yep. is so now... The barrier between the human world and the living world is completely split open.
1: Yeah, he subconsciously just doing all this shit <laughs> and it's just working.
0: Now, we have a really dope showcase of Hiei, Kurama, and Kuwabara all doing their best.
1: They're doing their best and that shit means absolutely freaking nothing. So I'm talking cutout. about
0: they're using they're talking they're using full level three special moves against my
1: boy. <laughs> you know, like right now they got that game shark code on and action replay and they they that cheat unlimited energy it's all up there they doing their best they spamming attacks it's like a Xenoverse 2 raid They spamming every ultimate attack they can and that shit is not doing Nathan Nathan like right now at this point he and, Kur- uh, and Kurama are like at class mm-hmm. A demon level right now it's not doing much (laughs) it's not doing
0: doing much my man since we class
1: s he's s class this man's not even a demon and he's still rivals of a a, a, a s class demon so uh, yeah
0: i mean it's something that had he ain't hot because he was like bro we don't even come across s class demons like that and it's a
1: human it's a human like s S class hot Everybody's like a, again, this is somebody who was, who was disappointed that he was uh, a mid B class demon, so an S class human, slash, whatever you want. Like, it's a little bit, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot on the boy, it's a lot, but man, it, it leads for some great moments. I'm, I'm loving the group's effort, like, they're trying their best, that's all they can mm. do. It's either exactly. they go out with a bang, or they die. They die. And they know they're gonna die. Well, that's that's the point, really. Like if you're fighting to protect and you're fighting to take out a threat, knowing that he's strong, you're you're just you're full on. Like, listen, I don't care if I go. <laughs> like, you're just signing your faith. Poor Kubari, He's he's a teenager. He's he's still in high school. It don't matter. He's going. He's going.
0: He's, going. he's gonna Damn. die.
1: Do like
0: you said, man, everything they throw at him, just not enough. Oh, he knocks oh, out all of our heroes that are able to fight him now. And on the other side of that demon world barrier, back in the human realm, Yusuke Yurameshi, for the second time in New York, the York, show revives this time. Due to the beating heart of the Mazoku.
1: Deuce X Mazoku, let's go. And I will admit, the... I'm not somebody who's biased and it's just going to push back. Like, yes, this is a Deuce Mark, and Yes, he's supposed to be dead. Yes, the demon power out of nowhere is very convenient to save your main character. Yes, I'll admit that. that but happen?
0: remember, it's 1993. It's
1: 1993. Even so, this does not affect the villain. We're talking about the villain.
0: Yes, we're we're talking about the villain. And
1: spoiler alert: right. this is still the best arc of Yu Yu Hakusho.
0: It so, is. It really is. So to it give really
1: is. the opinion of Yu Yu shown, yes, this big era of this major plot armor, this major Deus Ex Machina. If this is the best part of the series, then yes, this is the level of what it is. That's all. Like, is this is the greatest. It's like <laughs> yes, yeah, it a is a very. Piece. And that's fun. It is a.
0: V- very sudden moment in the series and if you watch it with 2023 20, eyes you're gonna say oh that's very cliche that's but cliche. you were watching this in 1993 there were not a lot of heroes that had a demon hidden within them no. uh that like even in it's 1993 Ryu does not have evil Ryu yet yeah, that's how Ryu uncommon is, this thing yeah, is right
1: this is now. just yes we found a way to tie in human and demon together one of the first people to do it in the nineties, yeah, yeah. I'd have to so, more, but yeah, for the most part, I, most com- for for popularity wise, like yeah.
0: Just <laughs> count that as an asterisk on today's episode of. I uh, was yeah. like, because that's my in defense of Yoshihiro Takashi moment right. here, <laughs> but um, nonetheless, she comes back into the demon world with long extravagant hair and since we realizes yo you're a demon now that's wild like I'm fighting a demon hunter who's a demon now this this kind of call you know what a strong demon I think I'm here for that and they begin to battle and man you know at first Yusuke's going at him, and he seems like he's on even playing field with Sensui, and he's like, yo, man, hold on. I don't think this kid, I don't think this kid's as weak as he was before, uh, because if he was really hitting me full on, that might be it for me.
1: He's on me. (laughs) Telling him to go fight at a specific spot, and man, you saw (laughs) you—you <laughs> you, uh, maybe you had maybe you knew what you were doing maybe you weren't the New York show is very funny because the villains their motives are a little bit like a little bit complicated you don't really they're not telling you exactly word for word exactly yeah. what they're they're trying to accomplish they have a plan you see the plan it goes but for the most part Sensui was really setting up his own demise and so did Tagore <laughs>
0: The difference here with Sensui is that with all of his different ideological changes, he's able to go through a very static arc where we don't see him really grow, but we see where the growth of his character led him to where he is now. Right? And... That entire arc really, sadly, breaks apart here at this moment. Because while Sensui was able to get the upper hand back on Yusuke for a bit, Yusuke becomes possessed by his demon ancestor, Risen.
1: Yeah, Kurama and- happens. <laughs> Karama, the nine-tailed fox possesses Yusuke and beats that Sensui's ass. It's <laughs> one
0: of the wildest one-sided fights you'll ever see in it. One
1: of the best scenes I've ever seen in animation, he's putting them things on it. This is one of the moments where, like, yeah, in the anime, it shows out so much more than the manga that you'll never, you'll never forget seeing Yusuke, aka and just beat into living daylights out of Sensui. You almost feel bad for Sensui.
0: You really do, shit, because dude, it, it looks flag. like the the worst co- curb stomping you've you seen, oh, man. Like-
1: there's no fight and back no fight back no none of that you trying no, to tell fight back he, this is too much this is too damn much for that boy it's too much for anybody currently
0: <laughs> but once Yusuke launches that final blast his final spirit gun at him he regains consciousness and he literally yells at because he feels for Sensui yeah. watching this from the inside saying man yo move bro move that was it man blad out since we was goners, man. That boy Sensu was sadistic sadistic. <laughs> like,
1: he wanted to take that by all means.
0: While Yusuke runs over to him, as we are sitting there coughing up, bleeding, man. Like, yeah. we find out at the end of the day, his real intentions was never to allow demons to haunt the human world. No. Instead, he wanted to make amends with demons that he killed naively without any thought of how they lived, that he wanted to be killed by a strong demon.
1: This boy got everything he wanted. A demon killed him. <laughs> demon killed because,
0: him. Because as we also find out in this moment, he only had half a month left to live. That boy was dying. <laughs> he was dying of a terminal illness. he
1: had a tumor, some form of tumor that was affecting him, and it was in his ass, legitimately. And he plotted this at the perfect moment. If this was your goodbye, president, like, yo, this is a grand, grand, grand surprise.
0: I mean, you got a villain that literally it comes across the last surviving villain from the last arc. And when that dude tells him, yo, hey man, the spirit detective did me in. He goes, oh word, I was one of those. That's a little, this got me a little curious. Actually, I am about to die soon. Why don't I go ahead and do this plan now?
1: Yeah, (laughs) my boy, fast forward like, oh, I think I got my smile back. I've never seen a dead man be so like this quick to, to, to start some shit. So he can end out in the blaze of glory that he wanted to. He picked his own death, which is insane to me. It's too even from the Cohen, like, this is like you're just confused. You're confused. Very complex character. You're just wondering, like, what's really good with this man? Is this just is this was this a grand scheme? Was this something that was in the back of his head? Was this something that he developed mid plan We don't. We don't. But we do
0: know that his guilt of being driven to kill demons from a young age and never being able to rationalize Mm -hmm. what he was doing it until he realized that humans could also be capable of great evil the same way he had viewed that demons always were capable of. The guilt that he lived with at that point made it seem befitting for him to die the way he wanted. Because even in the manga, it gives us a different reason of him wanting to go die in demon world to want to be reborn as a demon. Yeah. Right? The fact that he said, no, I want to live and die on my own terms in demon world because of what I did throughout my life to demons, because I don't see humans as any better. Yeah,
1: like for the most part, y'all are equally fucked up. And was he wrong on that? No. And Takashi Tuk- and for the most part, like he's really testing that. Are humans really the good? Are they really the good guys? Are they really this just objectively good, just perfectly moral, morally, you know okay? I mean? It's not that it's not that
0: it's not that it's not because that. hell by the end of the series we find out that King Emma a had been brainwashing lower class demons to a- let them wreak havoc in the human world so that way they would put a stop to demons made a whole and look like they were in the
1: right made a, you profit off of this whole nonsense you're brainwashing these good demons making them evil so people like Yusuke get to kill them under the excuse of self-defense. So now you have an excuse to make this barrier shit. And now you have a, you have this, oh, I can have my army and my angels out. Because he's God. He's essentially God. And this guy has the right to do whatever he wants because the way how he staged it. The sense we have like an actual, like his gripe with the spirit realm? Is it terrible? No. He actually has a point. This shit is fucked. Why would you do such a thing? Why are you creating your own conflict and problems end up biting your world, not only your world, but the demon world all up together? Like, why would you put humans and demons together, like, pit them together? Like, you could have, this this could have never happened, but because you allowed it, someone felt the need to actually challenge you and give you something that you didn't, you absolutely didn't want. He ain't want this shit to happen. And them angels, the squad, his little his little hunters, his, I'm calling them the hunters. Hey, boys were scared, afraid. Ain't weren't they weren't nothing, man. That boy just exactly. was pump faking, like, yeah, I'm about, I'm about to use my I'm gonna take him in, I'm gonna kill you all, and they just run it. And then he and I, shout out for shout out to you, Husky, for Like, yo, if anything happens to Coen, I'm listen, I don't take too keen on Uh, On on letting shit slide. I'm going to actually slide up and do some damage. So at the end, like, since we... His his method of madness, very extreme, but he was challenging a lot of ideals about the system that was led to be. He was. Something similar to, like, Eisen. Just not as, you know, super, super well thought out playing. Not throwing, like, no. Not nearly as, like that obsessed with this idealism. It's no, there's no my, There's none of that right there. But you can see he's challenging the ideas of what was taught to him. And even to the, uh, even to like the reader, like you were led to believe that the spell ring is just, and it ain't. To save it at the, to save it at chapter 170, that yeah, this is up the demons. That shit threw me off. Uh, I'm, 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 gonna, I'm gonna tell folks like I was rereading New York Show yesterday, and I binged in and I'm like, son of a bitch, why would you do some shit like that? And it, the, the characters, he, and Kurama, like I try not to think about it.
0: <laughs> but what really makes Sensui such a well-written villain in total? Who is, I think we definitely can say the answer is yes. One of the most impactful villains in all of Shonen is that this is a character who's written to contrast with the hero, right? Mm -hmm. They're polar opposites in so many ways. This is someone who's driven to madness because of the honor that he held in high regard for his job to where Koima said the next spirit detective has to be someone who's doesn't think so hard. Be the
1: polar opposite. Like I'm not messing up on this one. We do. You
0: a complete hothead, right?
1: An idiot to Sensui,
0: <laughs> completely calm, intelligent, someone who likes to portray himself as polite. If you're coming across the right personality, right? Um, they're written. He's written to be the shadow of. Yusuke. And when we take into consideration that, you know, Togashi goes out of his way to make simple protagonists like Gon, so that way his antagonists can be more complex, you can really see where this begins with how Shinobu Sensui was written and how that impact had on even the character of Yusuke and how he looks at his own life afterwards. You know, questioning, is life all about fighting stronger guy after stronger guy? Like, do I want to continue to be a spirit detective? You know, this is a character whose impact is more than just, you know, what he did. It's how he made you have to think as a reader and how he made the characters also have to think around his existence in order to navigate on his impact of the world. Um, And I think that that's something that's even felt in the real world of manga um, when we consider how modern shonen villains are written. Mm -hmm. So man, look, really, really glad we got to cover this this week. I want to thank y'all for listening in on our coverage over Yoshihiro Tagashi's very, very stellar villain, Shinobu Sensui. We hope y'all enjoyed it, man.
1: Go watch the Yaku show over again, please. (laughs) That's all I can tell. If you can do me a favor, go watch or even if you never read the manga, read that. Please. Please.
0: Please Do yourself the service.
1: people People be sleeping, man. They be sleeping. Sleeping. I have no clue why, though. This is for a short time, he establishes absolutely his dominance as best villain, part of the best arc, just amazing stuff.
0: While he was a villain that may not have been able to have a long lasting period of time in the series he was in, because Chapter Black is one of the shorter arcs in the whole series. It is really cool to be able to look at this something where it's 20 years since I originally fell in love with the series, 30 years since it came out, where it's easy to see where he was the blueprint in so much. I mean, even down to where, hell, I like to call Chapter Black Hunter, Hunter, volume negative one. (sighs)
1: Yeah. Like, you can could, you could see the blueprint of it. It's, it's right there. It's, it's right there. Can't lie.
0: So I feel like this is a character that can only really be followed up with next week with someone who also has a long-lasting impact on how we view villains today and someone who really took hold on his presence in the series that he was w- within to where we look at this and say, maybe handle that a little differently with villains going forward. Yeah. So next week, we look to have a very intriguing and very divisive conversation about the main villain of Inuyasha, Naraku himself. I'm sure y'all are going to have a lot of thoughts about that villain next week. Mm -hmm. So make sure y'all tune back in with us. But until then, subs lie, dubs lie, never have. Never will. We out here, man.
1: Yeah, highlight your voice, please.
0: (laughs) Be good to y'all's peoples. Peace.